2: It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill The order of hornets. Orpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. I
1: didn't mean that. I know you didn't. Okay. let I mean, doom scroll, baby. Let's do it. So I got him a bad word.
2: Yeah, but he knows it's all in good fun, right? Once he dried the tears up, mm-hmm. he always leaves the room, <laughs> and then he comes back and his face is red and he's like, "I'm fine. I'm fine." But you're fine, getting better. shut up, go yeah. on. <laughs> you don't take as long when you step out anymore. I'm working on it. Uh, big news. The I would say probably the podcast that launched about a billion true crime podcasts, Serial, Yeah. the first oh, yeah. season. Oh, Adnan? Yeah, yeah I watched that HBO Adnan documentary. Ciden. Yes, HBO later did yeah. a documentary about it. Uh, she's, I think, maybe done a couple of updates to the story, but I haven't really followed along. I did watch the HBO thing. That's the last I, I heard of it. Well, he's out of prison. Yeah. his lawyer was on the courthouse steps she was talking about you know, uh, his release and that obviously the victim's family still deserves closure and all these things but it seems like there's a, f- a few reasons why he was let out which I'll explain and it doesn't sound like they're going to retry him I, I, as a matter of fact I listened to the updated serial episode and she was making it sound like the chances are almost zero that they'll try uh, to you know, bring a case against him again Adnan Syed walked out to cheers and a scrum of cameras no longer in prison after 23 years, but not quite free. Syed's conviction for the 1999 murder of Hyman Lee, his former high school girlfriend, thrown out by a Baltimore judge at the state's urging. It's serial, one story told week by week. It's been so long since I'd heard I her know. voice. It's so crazy. And you know, I always wondered why she doesn't, why she didn't at least try and get more credit for the whole, I launched this whole thing, but yeah. maybe secretly there was someone else was like, I was doing a podcast about the same guy and nobody listened to it. And then right. this NPR woman came along. But anyway, I mean, if you think about what would podcasting look like if she hadn't done that show, would we have origi- eventually gotten to true crime? Would Dateline have become a popular thing? I don't think my favorite murders, right? No, a bit probably, of thing. I mean, right. most no. of those were... were Pretty close to the I don't even know what
1: you and your girlfriend do for fun if that doesn't happen.
2: Right. Like, what do you listen to on road trips? I, what do you guys I, do I at really home? Know. All you do is watch Twisted Sisters murder dudes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, th- there was, you know, I feel like it has impacted the number of true crime TV shows as well. Sure. But, I mean, it seemed like every other podcast, if not every two out of three for mm-hmm. a while, okay. was true crime. We should and still do My Favorite Murray, by the I way. I like My Favorite Murray. So what happened here is uh, he was tried when he was still a teenager, right? And there's some law in Maryland that they just passed uh, not too long ago that says if you were convicted when you were a minor and you've served, that's like 20 or 25 years of your sentence, you're allowed to petition to see if you can be released. So apparently once that law passed, his attorney immediately filed paperwork on that. But also there's a new state's attorney that came in and when she started looking at the paperwork, she had serious problems with this case. She said she used to be a public defender. That's, that's right. where she. So she'd worked her way up. The So she'd been, you know, defending people most of her career. Then she becomes uh, the state's attorney and she's looking through all the paperwork and she finds a couple of things. One is that apparently there was at least one, if not two suspects that they never really cleared, that they never followed through on. Right. One of them, according to Sarah, is already in prison for some other violent crime. The other thing was the cell phone tower data, which if you listen to that podcast, it was lots of information and the HBO thing. It got confusing after a while. And apparently plenty of experts have come forward and said that cell phone data stuff was junk science. It was presented in a misleading way. It acted as... I'm trying to remember. I want to go back and watch that documentary again because it was like his car was
1: borrowed by somebody else. Like He had a reason for it, too. And if you had a reason for that was the one thing that I read in the story. They were like, "Oh, that was junk science." But I was like, "Well, if he had a reason for it, why was it junk science?
2: Uh, a Did he just for- come
1: up? What, why his phone would have been somewhere or his car would have been somewhere, right? Right. So because if you if you were like, well, that's just not true, my phone would have never been there, then that would lead me to believe that that's. But he had a reason, so it was just making up. Or, I don't know.
2: Yeah, and I don't remember the details. That's I was talking to Brooke. I need to go back and read it. It's been so long. But there was that guy who was like the main witness against him. And I can't remember that guy's name, but he was the one that said, okay, you know, is it Adnan? Am I saying that right? Yeah. He came to me and said, hey, you know, I've got a body. I heard her. Let me show you the body. Showed him the body and the trunk. All those stories, which the story kept changing a little bit. But during trial, they said that the prosecution told the jurors, listen, We know this witness may not seem all that reliable, and we know that his story changes some, but it doesn't matter because his story is going to be corroborated with this cell phone tower data. But then all these experts came out and said that cell phone tower data was junk, if not just straight up They also said in
1: that story that I read that the new prosecutor, Mm -hmm. she said that there's that it's obvious that the prosecution and the original prosecution in this case withheld evidence. That's the final thing here. That's like a Brady violation. I don't understand.
2: Yep, There was a Brady violation, and when she was looking through this stuff, she's like, I don't remember hearing about this. And that's when she discovered that they did not turn over all their evidence to the defense. So they said, look, you know, we have... Reason enough to, first of all, that's a violation of itself, so he should get a a new trial for that We petition. But then also she was saying, I don't think that today with the facts that we have and with the cell phone data. These are
1: the things, and I know people can, but these are the things why we cannot have capital punishment. And I understand when people do things and it's clear and cut and we want revenge. I understand that. But there's too much of this. Yep. Too much of you didn't turn over all of the information. Yeah. Why? A a defense attorney's job, this is just the way I see it, and I'm sure lawyers and scholars may argue with me, but a defense attorney's job is to try to get their client off. That's my job. My job is to try to prove your innocence. A prosecutor's job and detectives and police officers, their job should be to find the truth. Right. Not... Just win a case. I get why a defense attorney would be like, ooh, we stumbled across something, but we may not. That ain't something that we're really just going to talk about in court. They're going to have to find that. I understand that. I don't necessarily love it, but I understand it, right? Yeah. Yeah. But a prosecutor's got to be like, hey, we ran across this stuff. That doesn't look good for us in court. you got to follow that. Yes. You have to turn it over and then try, then be like, hey, here's two, two stumbling blocks in our case, even though we think this guy did it. We have to figure out why these two things don't look good yep. and, and get to the bottom of it. And it may take us a little bit longer to prosecute them. But it's not about winning. Right. It can't be about winning for cops and prosecutors. It can't. It has to be about finding the truth. It's
2: so infuriating. And that's why one of the things that scares me is when you hear – and I understand the the desire to go here, but you hear people complain about, look at such and such police department's closure rate. Exactly. They're only at 30% or whatever. They need to get those numbers up. And I think, well – Okay, I would like them to get those numbers up too, for obvious reasons. But if we say, "Look, you need to get that percentage higher," then aren't we opening up? Yeah, so watch a a the documentary
1: on the Baltimore Police Department. Right,
2: and I mean, they had
1: a lot of, they had a lot of closure rate on right. there.
2: Right, and so I don't and then they ended up having that.
1: cops shooting themselves because they started to get in, in, investigated by the
2: FBI. Yeah, like that ain't the way. Yep. Yeah. Well, it sounds like this case. Completely fell apart, get you know, over time and with the cell phone. Now, let's just nowadays, assume
1: because we're supposed to that this guy didn't do it, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, how many years did he spend in prison
1: for something he didn't do and his girlfriend was murdered?
2: 20 some. Let's see, he's 41 now, and I think he went in when he was like 17, just got uh, out of high school. Took more than it said more than 20 years, so he went. Looks like in 99, or at least that's what the are Most of all, is state. the actual evidence was not nor to the cops' prosecutors back in 1999. So 1999 must have been when they brought the case against him. And then it says that he served over 20 years. I, I'm very curious. It sounds like they know something about one of these suspects that they didn't clear yeah. and that they want to investigate. They claim, like, we're going to take a fresh look at this case now and we've got you know some new eyeballs on it or whatever. But I, who knows if we'll hear about it again. But I'd be curious to know was something being buried? Was there a, a someone who looked like a pretty good candidate for this, but they already had their minds made up that they wanted, you know, Adnan to be the guy, and they're right. like, let's not start this thing over from the very beginning. We've already got him. Let's just... And the the Brady violation stuff always makes me mad. Like, that's I the I think they deal. think that they got the right guy. I believe
1: that they believe that. I believe the cops and the prosecutors believe they got the right guy, and then they come across something like... In that other doctor, the five-part documentary that everybody watched, where that, you know... The HBO one? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were, like, you know, out at the, looking at those cars. I was like, oh, there were some tire tracks here. You just yeah. never mentioned it. Well, why didn't you mention it? Yeah. Because it went in the face of what you thought. You thought, and I get it, you may even have the best intentions. And your best intentions may be, this guy killed people. We need to put him in jail. But that's not the way it works. Yep. You have to follow all those leads, and you have to tell the defense about it. You have
2: to. Yeah, and there's a quote here that says... Because uh, you could be putting an innocent guy in jail. Well, and there's too many cases where we know of, and not talking about this one in particular, but others where you've seen a documentary or read something about it where you know that apparently there were conversations behind closed doors where they're like, it's probably on yeah. the guy, but let's go ahead. and We know that people will do that. They have right. an incentive to do it, and we need to fix that incentive somehow. Of course, like... One of those is I'm
1: running for a judge. Yeah. But while I was a prosecutor, I, you know, put 72,000 murderers away. Like, right, well, Right. Boy, when I start seeing those ads, I'm like, really? Yeah. Just to be honest, I'm like, whoa. Right. How many of those are legit? Exactly.
2: I, this That's high a big number. number. Exactly. Yeah. I, that makes me a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't you watch the Showtime documentary about the football player, I think, in Texas, who was accused of possibly molesting oh. a team? And remember they that brought cop on the Texas Ranger. And that cop was on the stand, and they said, "What is?" And I'm paraphrasing here, something along the lines of, "What is the job of the such and such police department?" And he said, "Successful prosecution." Right. Like, wait, you just no. Your job is to find the truth. Right. Find
1: the truth. And then, then that just, Texas Ranger that. was like, "Nah, I think he probably did it." Why? He looked at porno. Oh,
2: right. That was aggressive. Right. What? Like, there's that's not a thing. Porn names on Pornhub that aren't. X-rated. You know what I mean. Well, yeah. even then, like, and like, the kid was like, "Yeah, like a porn. Like what? No, I, mean, I don't
1: want you going through people's phone-, phone and seeing what kind of porno they look at."
2: Right. Unless, that's unless not unless a thing. Illegal. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and just and that that can't. That's not evidence. Right. Did, did you actually? Yeah. It's not evidence. So what just you masturbate done to is not evidence that right. you did anything wrong ever. So they said here about. Uh, Adnan, the prosecutors today are not saying that Adnan is innocent. They stop short of exonerating. Instead, they're saying that back in 1999, we didn't investigate the case thoroughly enough. We relied on evidence we shouldn't have, and we broke the rules uh, when we prosecuted. This was an honest, this wasn't an honest conviction. So then I think it's just the one episode that she did as the uh, update. But, uh, you know, don't listen to that until you finish listening to us, please. Of course. Appreciate that. (laughs)